Welcome everyone to the Joey Harris Show. I am your host, Joey Harris. You can sponsor me and check every episode of this podcast at anchor.fm slash the Joey Harris Show. And joining me tonight is Burt Blylevin's biggest fan and the person who, along with Justin Timberlake, is bringing sexy back. I am with Nan Feebig. How are you tonight, Nan? I am well, my friend. Thank you so much. <laughs> That's a, a, quite an introduction. The verb I live in one for sure is true. I'm not so sure about the Justin Timberlake one. <laughs> you know, it, it, it is what it is, but um, as longtime listeners of my podcast know i am releasing old episodes uh joey harris classic episodes every week and i had people that i had episodes with wonderful episodes and now as i'm getting to them kind of reintroducing those people to the listening audience and name was definitely one of those people i actually have we did a couple of episodes when we worked together that i still have I'm going to release those at some point. Can't wait. Babies. We were babies, Joey. We were absolutely babies. But (laughs) what I wanted to start out and talk with you tonight was thinking over what we as the world have been through the last 18 months, the last year and a half. What has the last year and a half taught you? That's a great question. Um, so you know, we, we share similar jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is that we both work in higher ed in residence halls. So we work all the time with a lot of people. So um, my initial reactions are actually, unfortunately, I mean, I could say like, oh, we need to love people. And like, you need to take time for yourself and like all of that stuff. And that's true. And I think from the higher ed lens, I think the whole pandelirium, the whole panicata, whatever has taught us that we have to do higher ed differently, that we have to, there is a way we don't have to do face-to-face. I mean, like we all knew about online education, but like now we really know. And we really know that you can deliver valuable content over the internet and it doesn't have to be in Zoom. It can be in like course by course stuff. So um, I think the last year has taught me like cheesy, yes, to be flexible but also to sort of throw out the playbook and think differently about how we're doing things, especially how we're trying, how we have to retain and entertain our students. Um, So yeah, and also just, you know, use your time effectively and turn off a screen every now and again, you know, like it's okay to just like talk to people face-to-face, reading a book. Do Mm -hmm. we forget about reading books? I love reading books. So, you know, those are good things. That's kind of, what about you? Are Are there like things you've taken away? That it really doesn't have anything to do with the pandemic, whether people believe it's overblown or not, whether they want to take the vaccine or not. I have learned people don't like being told what to do. They will push back on something even in their own best interest because somebody else told them to do it. They don't like to be told no. Exactly. And, and I'm not even sure if that feels like it's a uniquely American thing. It feels like the rest of the world is like, okay, fine. I'll take a shot. Fine. You, England shut down like three times. 
and I know they're frustrated, but it does feel like that's a uniquely like manifest destiny. I do what I want America kind of thing. So I don't know, maybe I'm out on my own on that one, but. It, it could be, but I, I just know that, yeah, there's a lot of people like, no, you can't tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I was talking to my dad last night and the church that he goes to has like the little porch before you go into the church and it's a stone porch and it need repainting it needed repainting so he repainted it just a gray whatever the color was it just needed a fresh coat of paint and he's like so I finished and then I put the sign up there you know fresh paint and all that I'm like you know somebody had to go up and touch it just to see I don't (laughs) believe that that's paint yeah yeah well yes <laughs> people don't, yeah you're exactly right people don't like to be told what to do i'll do the research sure you will baby <laughs> yeah no or i did my own research oh, did really? my own research <laughs> what is what does your own research look like right exactly can you show me your citations please where's your bibliography <laughs> yeah oh no i read this paper oh so you looked at someone else's research that's not doing your own research that's your own <laughs> was there a oh. burner that was involved in this yeah, exactly, i don't believe you right pig insulin or something so on this is this is a popular segment on my show there is a little uh there's an episode of seinfeld where george is at home thinking and he says i think that the ginger ale at the coffee shop it's just Coke and Sprite mixed together, but I can't prove it. <laughs> I've heard and that. What is, what is something you know, but you can't prove? Oh, I need to be prepared for this. Uh, I know. Oh, man, I might have to come back to this one. I know, but I can't prove. Oh, wow, Joey, you stumped me. If they're like, oh, wow. I know, but I can't prove. I want to say something snide about like adolescents, like older adolescents about how they, they know exactly what they're doing, but they do it anyway. Like, let's just put my finger in a socket and see what my hair does. But we know that their amygdalas are underdeveloped and that's why they do stuff like stupid stuff in college. What am I have to think about that for? No, what is true, but I can't prove it. Hmm, I don't know. That's a good one. You've stopped me, Joey Harris. Um, let me see if I've got one. I can't remember what I did. I've, I've done this before and I can't even remember what. I think that there are like, oh, I've got one. This is not something I think, but I know somebody. And, and this person is reasonably, reasonably intelligent, but they're like, I'm telling you, if it's on television and there's money involved, it's fixed nothing is real oh oh oh, well that makes a lot of sense yeah yeah (laughs) i have a friend that says the fix is in like all the time like yes referees the fix is in like you know game shows the fix is in yeah like and he's talking about like you know football politics and he's like the people playing it can believe it's real you only need like one or two people on the take Mm-hmm. And, it, and it is ex- exactly what happens. I'm like, you know what? He may be on to something there. He may be on to something I think there. he probably is. I just had this strange thought about like 
those people that wear the dinosaur costumes, like, would that be a sufficient mask in COVID? And that might be true, but I can't prove it. I don't know. You know, the big dino costumes. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Could be a good mask. I don't know. I might have to come back to that one. I'll keep, I'll keep uh, thinking on that one. Okay. Right. <laughs> we have another, and this, this requires no pre-planning on your part. We have another okay. segment. I feel like I failed you on that. For, on that no, 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 no. It's fine. We have another segment that we do. It's called the presidential food game. I'm going to list some presidents and some of their favorite foods. And you will either veto that food item. Like, no, like that, a president. Is, that is not for me. I veto that. Or, no, for me. or that's a presidential initiative that you can get behind. Okay. See, I'm right there. All right. Excellent. Okay. <clears throat> I'm ready. All right, so we're going to start off with our nation's first president, George Washington. George Washington was just a fan of nuts. George loved nuts. Even with the fake teeth? Even with the fake teeth, I guess, because he could... Suspicious. Yeah, or -hmm. he could gum them, I guess. Are you vetoing the nuts, or is that a presidential... general okay so here's the thing i i need to put these in categories okay now i say that with that i am midway through an orthodontic journey because in covid you didn't you i don't know if this happened to you but i had flex dollars that i didn't use and lo and behold i had extra money so i was like great i'll start getting braces and there's like four or five adults in my life that did that so normally i would i would i can get behind i can get behind the nut initiative which frankly sounds a little suspicious However, I am allergic to some, mostly tree nuts. So if we can keep it in the legume category, the almond, the peanut, I'm right there. I support it. Go George Washington. Nice. So we're going to go a few years into the future from George Washington and go back to our nation's 35th president, John F. Kennedy. Oh, okay. Okay. Good guy. I was like, is that Polk? No, I think everybody (laughs) forgets him. And John F. Kennedy was a huge fan, especially where he was from, of New England clam chowder. (laughs) I I get it. Like, I get it as a regional dish. I appreciate it for the warm soup. Like, you know, I get it. I would, I'm not saying I would vote against it, but I wouldn't like put up a sign in my yard, like go clam chowder. You know what I mean? Like, I'm kind of on the fence on that one. I think the people who would put up a sign in their yard, I mean, they are just, you, you want to bypass that house. If, you want to go, yeah, <laughs> but like, is it, what's that whole line from Ace Ventura? Is it the red or the white? Like I've never had the red New England clam chowder. So oh, I need to know yeah. more about that. I've only ever had the white and I'm in, I'm in New England. Uh, I must not be in that section of New England well, for the red. Maybe go ask, it's fall, it's soup season. It is. I had to prepare myself for, for the soup season. Spoopy season, yeah. So then we go forward one president, uh, Lyndon Johnson, Lyndon mm-hmm. was a huge fan of Texas-style barbecue and a good fresca. Of course he was. Okay, now, I live in North Carolina, as you know. Yes. So I, 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 and I spent a great deal of time in Kansas City. That's where I went. I did my undergrad was in Kansas City. So um, but please refresh my memory on the Texas barbecue. Is that the rub? Is there a sauce? 
is the rub, like a sauce of myth. Like, tell me, tell me where we are with Texas barbecue. I think that's just a rub. I don't think it's a sauce or if it is a sauce, it's more of a t- tomato based sauce. Okay. I don't think it's a sweet sauce. I don't really know. I think you're right. And I will have to, I stand for barbecue. Like I'll take it any kind. I just love it. So. Okay. I love a brisket. Oh, the burnt ends. Mm, so good. Um, but yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll get, I support LBJ on the barbecue, the fresca odd, but you know, so was he, so it's okay. He had like a little refrigerator there in the oval office full of fresca. That he took true. from college, like That's his true. dorm. <laughs> <laughs> Well, was he a drinker, LBJ? I can't remember. Oh, yeah. I feel like, yeah. was he? Okay. Yeah. So he had, maybe he would mix that with some gin or something. Ooh, that'd be good. Oh, or, or maybe he was earlier, but I think he had like stomach troubles and stuff. Oh. Maybe, maybe that's why he switched over to the Fresco. Although I think the Fresco would, would aggravate it being the great. I would think so. I would yeah. think so. So, I mean, like, I, you know, I can be on the spectra, can, the the fresca continuum of like you know fresca sprite whatever going forward a few decades we land on the last occupant of the white house our 45th president donald trump donald Mm. trump liked a well done steak with ketchup all right i'm not trying to be divisive here i generally did not care for that man like as a leader in many, I don't care for him in many, many ways. Now, what is interesting is I also prefer a well-done steak, mostly because the blood freaks me out. Like I just want it dead all the way, but I wouldn't do ketchup. That just seems like too pedestrian. Give me some A1 or something like Worcestershire shears. Let's put something else on it, but not ketchup. That's for your fries. This is what I, this is what I tell people. And because people like, usually other people I've, I've done this one with, they they don't get the well done part. And I'm like, well done steak with ketchup. That is a rich person thing. That is a millionaire thing. You'd be surprised at the number of millionaires. who. And I think a lot of it is what you said is that if you get enough money, you get a certain way. I think the blood freaks them out and they have to have it well done. So I have millionaire tastes on like a beer budget, I think, or a, on a, I don't know champagne taste on beer budget so i get the i get the well done steak i do and that kind of makes me mad that i have something in common with him but we'll move on we're both good people actually i'm better than he is so it's fine think about it though when are you ever going to be together oh donald's here donald's a donald is this man (laughs) we love the same steak (laughs) never never that will never ever happen (laughs) for so many reasons <clears throat> just pull up to the golden corral and the motorcades there <laughs> excuse me um going back to the mid 70s now we're going to land on our 38th president gerald ford gerald, gerald ford loved a savory pot roast and butter pecan or pecan ice cream Oh, all right. So again, we're in the fall season. That sounds delightful. But I feel like Gerald Ford sort of looks like a pot roast as well. So it kind of like it fits. He just was so kind of like plain, you know, like, of course, you like a pot roast. So but I don't know, I I dig a pot roast. Ice cream. eh, It's fine. 
I think about it because, but but think about the the three presidents who were president before Gerald Ford. You had JFK, you had mm-hmm. LBJ, and then you had Nixon. We needed we needed we needed the, vanilla. We needed, we needed the, a pot roast. We needed the pot roast president. We needed to just to fill our tummies and make us feel okay for a minute. That's an excellent point. We might have a history paper ready to go here, Joey. I think that's going to be the name of the episode. We needed a pot roast president. There you go. We needed that. That's great. The butter pecan. You know, I do like like I have a ton of free time. I'm, I make time up somewhere. Anyway, yeah. I, so I do two podcasts. My most fun thing that I ever do is when I make came up come up with the titles of my podcast. I and bet. I, and a lot of times I'm doing it just to uh, entertain myself. There you go. <laughs> Conan O'Brien is especially good at that. Like he does. He's. I mean, he's got a whole network of stuff. I don't. I'm sure you're on listening to his. But like the ones where he just talks to callers are hysterical to me, and they have the funniest names. Anyway, so good. I'm glad. I'm glad that I can bring you joy. <laughs> my wife and I went to a uh, pizza place last Friday and we're eating. And this older couple is like then seated at the table next to us. I'm like, that guy looks so familiar. And I'm, I'm eating more and more. I'm eating. And I'm like, is it? Uh, I don't know. Do you know who it was? Was it Conan O'Brien? It was not Conan O'Brien. Damn, that was going to be so cool. It was. Um, was it wasn't Gerald Ford? He's dead. It was not Gerald Ford. <laughs> it wasn't Donald Trump because we decided. <laughs> Tell me, I'm dying. It was. Well, now this, I feel like this would just be a letdown. <laughs> no, not at all. It was. It was Noel Paul Stuckey from Peter Paul and Mary. Do you know Peter Paul and Mary? Of course I do. And like the mamas and the papas, that whole ilk. Wow. Yeah. And he lives in Maine, so it, oh, it, okay. it could have been him. And I'm like, I don't want to ask in case it's not him. And this guy's like, I just want to enjoy my pizza. <laughs> just, I don't want to hear about the 60s. That happened, something, well, not exactly related, but like minor celebrity. I mean, like, I don't know. Uh, uh, apologies to Peter, Paul, and Mary for calling them minor. But my husband and I were eating at a restaurant. We went in the summertime, went to the mountains of North Carolina. He loves to go there. So we try and get there, but we were so far West and, you know, South in North Carolina that we went to Georgia for dinner at this great place. So we're sitting in this, it was our anniversary. We're sitting there like, and this beautiful lady, oh my gosh, walks by with the, you know, how ladies get that silver hair. I, it's not going to happen to me. My hair is going to be dull. Anyway, it was just, she was just breathtaking. And I went, oh my God, that's Barbara Brown Taylor, who is, um, a prominent Christian author Mm -hmm. on the, um, have you heard of her? I didn't want to, I'm not trying to tell you something. I you know. No, I've, I've, I've heard of her. I'm not very familiar yeah. with her. She, well, she teaches at, oh, it's a school that Methodist, or she used to teach there. Anyway, so we were there just like totally fangirling, like, because we're nerds and we read, you know, books and listen to podcasts. And we're like, oh my God. So we sent her a glass of wine and she came over and talked to us, but, um, which was really cool, but like minor celebrity, that, but that's a, that's something you remember. So you're going to be like, oh yeah. I had pizza with Peter, Paul, and Mary. It's Paul. So. <laughs> right. Yeah, cool. All right. So we're now going back to our 32nd president, Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Mm. Good guy. Good guy. Franklin Delano Roosevelt loved a good grilled cheese. You know, that sounds so wonderful, right? Like yeah. I would, I'm absolutely team grilled cheese. 
Have you ever done it with mayo on the outside of the grilled cheese? I have. I have. That's really oh, good. Oh my gosh. Very crispy. And I saw something today that you could make garlic butter to make like, like garlic bread grilled cheese. So, you know, life hacks. I'm here for that. Right. So I had no idea FDR loved the grilled cheese. Loved a good grilled cheese. Betcha Eleanor didn't make it. Probably not. Betcha she was like, Frank, get your own sandwich. <laughs> and, then and, the, and, and then probably said something like cruel, like, don't get up. I'll yeah. make it. <laughs> I got to go run the country or something. <laughs> I got to go votes for women. No, that was before that. But anyway. Yeah. All right. So don't get up. <laughs> so then we go forward uh, to our 37th president, Richard Nixon, who enjoyed as a snack cottage cheese with ketchup. No, I wouldn't vote for it. Just, just, just veto that. Right <laughs> no. Here. Let me get rid of this. <laughs> uh, bye bye. No. <laughs> no. No. Would you do that? No, no. Well, okay. I'm, I'm not right. a, I'm not really a cottage cheese person anyway. So I don't mind cottage cheese with some fruit, ketchup. Ugh. Everybody has their thing. Yeah, I, yeah. I shouldn't judge him. He had a lot going on. Uh, we go forward a couple of presidents now to Jimmy Carter, our 39th ah. president. Enjoys a good bowl of grits with cheese. Okay, here's something. So I did not move. I have I moved to the South. I'm a transplant to the South. Growing up, never had grits. In fact, I never had biscuits and gravy until I went to college. And some might argue that Kansas City is not the South. Okay, so I've never really gotten the grits thing. I it just, it tastes, and I'm not trying to offend it, like it, it doesn't have flavor. And so I realize that's why we put the salt in it. That's why we do the cheese. That's why we do the sugar. So if that's what Jimmy Carter wants, then please can we just give it to him and keep him alive? Like, I, whatever it takes, <laughs> we need him around because he's like the only good thing that we have right now. So, um, I'm just thinking, yeah. like Nan is over Zoom. Jimmy, you okay? You want some more grits, Jimmy? <laughs> what you got, buddy? I know Betty's Betty's having a hard day. So, um, yeah. <laughs> did 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 you did you ever get with Gerald Ford and have some pot roast? I can send you some pot roast. You see him, he'd be like, I don't have time for this. I have to go build 10 houses for the homeless. I got to want to make grits. <laughs> Jimmy, you're 97. It's okay. You can slow down, buddy. So sit, Nan. Sit down. Yeah. And don't get up. No, Nan, I can't. <laughs> he, to be fair to him, though, what is he going to retire to? The man's well, like, Well, there listen. you go. Like, he's done it all. Right. It's, it's like the, you know, that it was like either the last episode of the West Wing or the next to last episode of the West Wing. The man realizes he's already lived the top line of his obituary. It's yes. not getting better than this. Oh, I love that show so much. All right, we're going forward one president now to Ronald Reagan who loved to snack on jelly beans. Ah, uh, yes, I've heard of this. And black ones, right? Didn't he like black, black jelly beans? Or am I making that up? I'm sure just amongst the, I, I don't think he like, no, nah, you just have to have the black ones. I think it was just like, just pour all the jelly beans in. Uh, just the, the mixture, the jelly belly. All right. Well, I love it. I love a jelly bean. Um, I am just anal retentive enough though, that I need them all separate. Like, I don't really love that. Uh, what's that game where you spin and you like, 
you get one that could be popcorn or it could be like barf. I what's oh, that yeah. I know what you're talking about, but yeah, no, I'm not. I'm Bean a palooza, no, that's, but anyway, so I like to know what I'm getting when I eat the bean. And if I can have like all the juicy pear, I'll do that. And then I will move on to the blueberry, but I love a jelly bean. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I feel like Joey would be team jelly bean too. I don't know. Would, is Joey team jelly bean? I love a good jelly bean. Mm-hmm. I, I do like to grab the handful though. And I'm like, oh, I've got an interesting cornucopia of flavor in my mouth area. Now the one, the big ones at the grocery store, like that you could get, at, you know, like in the pharmacy or whatever that are just all sugar. Like I can just house those puppies. Those are good. Yeah. But like, mm. if you're talking about the end of the, the jelly bellies. Yes. Yeah. You're like, oh, let me see. Oh, nice blueberry one. Is this licorice or watermelon? Hmm, find out. <laughs> so going forward, one president now, George H.W. Bush. Okay loved a snack of pork rinds with tabasco sauce all right i'm here for it i would vote for that nice i don't love the ones that are have been baked so much that you can't even like break into them oh yeah Yeah. fluffier ones but with tabasco i'm there salt and vinegar come on who knew yeah who knew yep bring it now he has changed his eating pattern in recent years but our Mm. next president bill clinton when he was an occupant of the white house loved cheeseburgers with jalapenos oh yeah here for it absolutely i don't know maybe now i as i get older i can handle more spice like spicier things so give me a jalapeno i had some for lunch today on a salad i was like i'm so grown up yeah so I'm here for it. But yeah, I think he probably Hillary was like, Bill, come on. We can't be having cheeseburgers. You can either play the sax or eat a cheeseburger. You cannot do both. Absolutely. <laughs> no, those have nothing. Do you think that they communicated regularly when they were in the White House? I don't know. I, I love her podcast too, by the way. Um, she gets, has, has amazing guests. I, I kind of just like one time we'd be like, Come on, Hillary, let's have a Chardonnay and let's talk. Like, tell me what really went down. And if she was, I would be here for whatever. If she was like, couldn't stand him, wanted to stay married because we had to, I know it was the right thing to do. I'd be like, cool, I get it. If she was like, well, you gotta do what you gotta do. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think it would be difficult. Like, was one in the Lincoln bedroom and the other one upstairs? Like, I don't know. That's what, I, that's what I'm thinking. Um... And I know a lot of people, a lot of personal friends of mine that were very upset with her. Like they understood oh, yeah. she was going to stay with him as long as he was president. But like, because, you know, right after that, she's running for Senate from New York. Yeah. They thought in between leaving and her getting elected or running or whatever, they had to get a divorce. But no, I mean, still together. Yeah. And they speak about each other. At, I mean, I've never, you haven't heard her say anything negative. So she's got that going for her. At least she can keep it, you know, keep it positive in the public facing. I mean, I don't know. I could not imagine. But you have to realize now, like, as far as he is concerned, you're in this exclusive club that there's only a few people at a time in and nobody else knows exactly what it's like. And I think it, it, it becomes that it becomes that exclusive clubs like you close rank 
we're not going to talk bad about each other. Yeah, like the king, like the queen, like and all that stuff that, like the Diana stuff. Right. Oh yeah. Interesting. Absolutely. Huh. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to pick a brain about it, but also, like, <laughs> again, we would never be in the same room. <laughs> Hillary, come on. <laughs> Donald, I and, steak. Donald and I were just having a steak. <laughs> Oh, can you imagine? First oh. of all, first, first of all, what restaurant are you? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Some very exclusive place in Brooklyn or something. I don't know. Or maybe it's in Maine. That's where you can get a table. It sounds like you're you're doing the big selfie. Like, look, guys. Like that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Then you lean in and say, "You wouldn't be interested in buying a house, would you?" <laughs> exactly. I got a great deal on a fixer-upper in Fayetteville. <laughs> <laughs> and Hillary's like, we were just talking, Bill, Bill. <laughs> while, while, here, will you? while Bill is at another table entirely, I don't know. He's he's with Chelsea and the grandbabies, you know, doing there their own go. thing. <laughs> there you go. Is Abe Lincoln on your sheet there? He is not, but I'll oh, get you I'd back. love to know what his snack was. I'll, I'll get you back and I'll bring up some Abe Lincoln because I have right, one, I think one for almost everyone. Except, except for William Henry Harrison. He wasn't in <laughs> office long enough. Poor guy. Still our, still our worst president. Still <laughs> well, Paul no, I'm I mean, yeah, you know. Well, um, what's that guy, Andrew Jackson? Mm, Mike could argue he was a really trash kind of guy, too. Well, I mean, you know, I'm not saying that they, all the rest of them were fantastic. <laughs> Perfect. Good, good point. <laughs> all right. Going forward, one president, George all W. Right. Bush. <clears throat> Love to eat a nice cheeseburger pizza. I mean, okay. <laughs> it wouldn't be the pizza I would go for. I got you. You know, and I'm not even saying I want like a Hawaiian. I love like a barbecue chicken pizza. Is that weird? Um, I just love the sweet and the savory kind of thing. I mean, I, I respect the pizza choice. So, you know, go ahead, George. I support you. I don't know if I could go all the way with the cheeseburger pizza, though. That's a real dining hall like food, right? The cheeseburger. It pizza. is. It is. Man. It is definitely one. And this yeah. is the final one. I find right. that this is a controversial one. Ooh, bring it! I love a controversy. We go to our next president in line, our forty-fourth president, Barack Obama, who has a hard and fast rule regarding hot dogs. He says, absolutely, under no circumstances should ketchup be put on a hot dog no ketchup what? for barack obama what did he put on him um mustard i think it's the chicago style you know, oh okay that makes sense with like yeah. the chili or yeah, the onions or, or something right. all right i can get with that but now, absolutely he says absolutely whatever else you put on absolutely no ketchup mary <laughs> i love you we gotta talk about the ketchup <laughs> uh if i had to pick one condiment for a hot dog it would be ketchup really yeah if i if i could choose no other it would have to be ketchup now i love a kraut i love a mustard with the kraut i love you know put it all together but like oh that's like oh that's america right there a hot dog with ketchup come on you were speaking my language though the kraut and the mustard with the kraut Oof. right there well, it's good for your tummy because it's probiotics because it's rotting anyway, so. That is true. Yeah. That is true. Interesting. Barack Obama doesn't like ketchup on a hot dog. 
wonder how the girls feel about that. We should ask Michelle. She'd probably say don't have a hot dog no matter what. Yeah, I was about to say, I bet they don't eat hot dogs. I know. I think he sneaks out like, you know, I'm going to go down the street. Like he he tells her about it, but he's like, yeah. I'm having my weekly hot dog. Yeah, I'll be back, and Michelle. She, and, and she's, she's like, like all, right, all right, whatever. The shower will be ready when you get back. <laughs> In the garage. Think <laughs> off of you, but yeah. Around here, we say de-ick yourself. Oh, I yeah, we that. Especially with the marijuana. You need to, if you're going to do that, you go out there, you de-ick yourself before you come home and then you can. Come back to your residence hall. No one in my home is smoking marijuana that I'm aware of. Try try working in housing in a state where you can not only get it medicinally, but recreationally. It's coming for North Carolina. I know it's coming, but. At least medicinally, it, it's coming. Yeah, but... yeah for sure. We, we need the tax dollars. You, you, you know now, like if you're driving around town, if like a business closed, oh yeah, dispensary is going to go there in like there you go. two months. And they like do. Dollar General in the South. And, and they do. Uh, mm-hmm. I go to sports clips to get my haircut and a like uh, boutique dispensary opened up next door. Like you need a, an appointment to get in the door. Wow. And the woman meets you and it's not like a COVID thing. It's like, uh, you're not on my list. You're not coming in. Yeah. <laughs> you have to know the people to get on the list. Um, put myself on the list three weeks ago. Right. And uh, some places you, you go, you go near and it's like, um, you're looking like it's like a, a pot house, haunted house. Like it's all black. They got like the green light, you know, like the, the neon light yeah. and all that. The black light and all of yeah. that, yeah. Like, I bet they got some quality stuff <laughs> there. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they do. <laughs> all the quality lighting. Yeah. Uh, well, that was an interesting exercise. Thank you. You are welcome. Um, the next thing that we do is some sort of a recommendation for the audience. A TV show that you love, a movie, a song, a book podcast anything just a recommendation okay how much time you got (laughs) as much as you need time as we need it's the internet um excuse me it's not COVID I promise um for sure TV if you're not watching Ted Lasso get there um oh my gosh my heart wow just like we just started and like we're almost caught up Good. Oh my gosh. I mean, it's, I love, I'm, I, I'm almost glad that this second season, they're just dripping it one week at a time. Cause it would be a, you know, a binge thing and you almost need it like to anyway, like, okay. So I am not a film person. Like I don't look at something and go like, gosh, that's good directing. I'm like, Oh, everybody did such a nice job. Like I'm so proud of the actors, you know? And so, um, but the story is just so joyful. I mean, not joyful all the time, but like hopeful. And it's so nice to see that. Um, my go-to TV show though, I watch it every year is New Girl. Watch it usually in the summertime because that's when I have a little bit more time. Love New Girl. Mm-hmm. But it's but kind of on the same spectrum of like fun and joyful and hopeful and it'll make you laugh. And so anyway, those are the things. Um, let's see. I have a whole list, which I would be happy to send you if you need content. Absolutely. Um, of, books that I have read that I think everyone should read. Um, a lot of them 
this, you may or may not know this about me. And I don't even know that I knew this about me until a couple of years ago. I love a book that takes place after the apocalypse or like when it started, but not like, I don't get elves and crap. Like, I don't get like, I don't like sci-fi. I want to know, like, what are real people going to do? So there are several that are wonderful. Like, um, one is called Station Eleven by Emily. I'll send it to you. I'll just send you the whole list. But a crazy sickness takes over and 98% of the population dies in 24 hours. It comes on a plane and like everybody dies. And um, the people that are left over, of course, like make up their little um, groups of like, you know, their their little councils or their little whatever. Um, But there's a roaming band that brings theater to groups of people. And it's kind of like brings, and it's Shakespeare particularly. So that's important in my home. I joke that William Shakespeare is the other man in my marriage. Um, But that it, to hear all this old language that you haven't heard is kind of this wonderful way of connecting people who remember the before times. Anyway, so that was great. And I just read another one. Actually, I just zipped through it this weekend. It's called A Children's Bible by Lydia Millett. And it's similar, except it's from a kid's perspective. A huge storm comes and the electricity is mostly out and like they hate their parents. So they kind of, anyway, it was great. So those are the things that I love, but I'd be happy to send you my little. Um, Absolutely. The Nan's books. They're out there. It did wide spectrum of books, but. Nice. So give me one about the apocalypse and I'm there. I am. What are you reading? What, what am I not reading? I'm reading right? literally like eight books right now. Good um, for you. I can't do that. I don't know how you do that, but that's good. I'm re- I, I'll tell you what, um, they put me in charge of the book club. Our college has a book club. Oh my God. And my boss is like, you like to read here. You're in charge of this now. <laughs> good luck. And so I wake <laughs> up to, in order to do podcasts, in order to do like my, my stuff, I wake up at five o'clock in the morning and, and just start. Cause I can get things done. If I tried yeah, to do I'm it at 10 in the morning. I yep. wouldn't wouldn't get it done. Um, but after I, I do my podcast stuff, I read uh, I read every morning and I'm right now reading the uh, first book club book of the year, the seven and a half deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle. I have heard wonderful things about it. I haven't tried it yet, but so it's every chapter is a different character, like from their perspective. Is that the idea? The, you have this character. Uh, or this yeah this character who wakes up in a different body every day there okay got it and every time like for eight times Evelyn Hardcastle is going to die at 11 o'clock and he can't leave the estate as whoever he is he doesn't even know who he is yet until he brings this person dressed up as a plague plague doctor the answer of who killed Evelyn Hardcastle. Yes, the beacon, everything. Like the beacon, like, everything. Yes. Like, what is it, Twin Peaks, where that guy keeps showing up as a different body? No, not Twin Peaks. Uh, Quantum Leap. That's the one, yeah. And it's part, like, like this is what the back says, like, take Agatha Christie, take Downton Abbey, Quantum Leap, and a little bit of the X-Files, put it in a blender, and this is the, the story. All right, I might have to do that one. And he's finding out like the rules as he goes along if he's in the character's body and they fall asleep after midnight of the next day he can't go back to that character but if he's in a character and they fall asleep before that he jumps to the next character 
Ooh. And if they if that character falls asleep, he goes back to the second person he was in, who just happens to be a butler who was disfigured already and then catches somebody doing something we don't know what and gets beaten half to death. So every time he jumps back, they're like sewing the character up and he passes oh. out and he passes out again and he goes oh. to a different body. No way. And so the final oh, body the final body that he inhabits meets with his fourth body and is like, listen, um, you're, you're going to be wasting time. If you like, you need to enjoy this body. And it just happens to be a very obese man who can't get around a lot. So he's like, I've got to sit here and figure things out. Cause I can't go around and, oh, that's and doing it. And he falls asleep. And he goes back to the butler's body and they're literally sewing his back up. And, and whoever is a, it's a woman sewing him up. And she says, listen, <laughs> you got to know the rules. If you fall asleep, you'll jump back to this body. Every time you fall asleep, you'll jump back because the butler is going in and out of sleep. And so sure. he's, he can't live the day to get past midnight. So his first host fell asleep after midnight so he can't go back to him got it and so i'm like oh this is really deep and i'm i'm getting i'm getting more into it Ooh, every morning wow. when I read. yeah i keep seeing it recommended so all right i appreciate that yeah so there's that um i totally am with you on ted lasso mm-hmm. as well as only murders in the building on hulu okay with, i've seen that advertised is it funny it is hilarious okay Steve, good because i don't love like sad stuff like life's too sad it's steve martin martin short and selena gomez somebody in their posh new york apartment house dies and they start a podcast of investigating the um (laughs) investigating the uh the murder and the singer sting also lives in the building naturally because it's new york city and he uh briefly becomes one of the suspects and martin short's character has a bulldog and is taking the bulldog out and he's trying to interview sting as they go down and sting is like in 11 seconds and 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 sting is like hey your dog is freaking me out can you hold your uh dog back a little please and he says (laughs) he says winnie don't stand so close to sting (laughs) winnie Come over here. You <laughs> stay with Donald and Nan. Yeah. Um, that's fantastic. All right, good. Well, and Steve Martin and Martin Short have been friends forever and ever and ever, I think, right? We saw them. Um, it was it was it had to be 2019 in the fall because it was before the pandemic. We saw him here in Bangor. It was hilarious. Mm-hmm. They are hilarious. I said it was so funny. Yeah, they had a special, I think, on Netflix too. They're it was a lot well, of the it, yeah, it was a lot of the same material that they had. Yeah. Are they both from Canada or just Martin Short? I think just Martin Short is. Oh, well, I was gonna give Canada credit for the humor, but I won't. Um oh, there's Shits Creek, speaking of can- Canadians. That's true. That is absolutely uh, true. Um, I feel like everybody's on the Shits Creek band. You either love it or you can't stand it. So we got into it right after the lockdown started. Yeah. So we blew yeah. so we blew through it until like like and they were doing the final season and we couldn't get the final seasons. So we had to wait to watch it on Netflix. So yep. With everybody else apparently. So okay. um um and then this the, nobody 
listens to my recommendations lately. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe I will. I've been taking notes. But so, two, two things. If you have Netflix, look up the movie Three Idiots. It will literally change your life. Is it like the social network or the social dilemma or whatever? No, no. It is a uh, a Hindi film. Ooh, interesting. And so it's half subtitled and half you can understand them because half of that is English. Yeah. But it is like, will change your mind. I tell everybody this and nobody has watched it yet. I'm like, I know you All haven't right. watched it yet. Well, you know how Jerry Bear is. He'll, he'll try anything. So yeah. So Three Idiots. Yes. Three Idiots on Netflix. Okay. On, on Netflix. And then one final book changed my life this summer okay oh, I got, can't it, wait. got it on audible but it was one of those like uh you know you get eight books for a credit or something like that right like, exactly i needed it but so i put it on my list i'm like i gotta listen to it and like blew through it in less than a week uh mel robbins do you know who mel robbins is i think so she she's a uh, motivational speaker and all that she wrote a book called the five second rule life changing the five second rule I love it. I love an audiobook because I can do other things and I'm insane. So I listen to them on double speed. So I, and podcasts too, like I just, so I can do all of that. But I, you might've been the one that introduced that idea to me. Oh, Five yeah. second rule. Can you give me like, I, I don't want you to spoil it, but like, tell me why it changed your life. She was, and I was the same way, like not motivated, like didn't want to get out of bed in the morning. Oh, and her life and her life was falling apart. And before she went to bed one night, they were having like a space shuttle was going uh, the previous day. And either she was watching it live or watching a, a replay of it. And they did the countdown five, four, three, two, one. And the next day her alarm goes off and she's like, I'm not going to hit snooze. I'm getting up from this bed. I'm going to count it down five, four, three, two, one and got up wow and like i have done that in my life in just a life changer and and she huh. goes over the science behind <clears throat> it how this the snooze button is the worst thing in the world and, that, and what it does to you physically like if you knew that i'm like how are they allowed to put snooze buttons on clocks phones anything wow. seriously cool Cause, okay because what happens is your alarm goes off your body wakes up you want to go back to sleep. Yeah. You hit snooze. You go back to sleep. Your body immediately goes back into sleep mode. And nine minutes later, you're waking it up again. So you're, you're, you're throwing your rhythm off. You're throwing your heart rhythm off. You're throwing your brain off because it's like, we just tried to get a whole night's worth of sleep in nine minutes. You're driving us insane. <laughs> you are literally hurting us. Yeah. Wow. Okay. All right. I dig. Well, I can see how that could be helpful for like procrastinating things. Like, you know, putting off doing a task where you're like, all right, I'm just going to do it. Five, four, three, two, one. And you just do it. And it takes 10 seconds versus the amount of time you procrastinated on it. Okay. I dig it. All right. And then I'll also like, like, uh, I need to go talk to this person. If you, yeah. if, if you said that to yourself, your brain automatically starts thinking of everything that no they look busy mm -hmm. I should do and you don't do it but if you're like I need to go talk to this person five four three two one and, and then do it your body has started going 
before your brain has a chance to shut you down. And so your brain said, okay, I guess we're doing this then. And like the fear that you feel <laughs> in your stomach whenever something like that, that fear is the same feeling that you get when you're excited about something. So yeah, you, like a roller coaster, like right before it takes off or whatever. Yeah, yeah. so you tell your body, you tell your brain, I'm excited. And your brain doesn't know the difference between I'm scared and I'm excited. So it's like, oh, you must be excited. And yeah, so it's like just life changing. Yeah, life changing. I listened to it on Audible. I immediately bought a copy from my sister-in-law and sent it to her, trying to get her to read it, but you can't force other people to like that. Yeah, can't force. Well, we learned that in the pandemic. So there you go. Yeah, like there, yeah. You can't tell anybody what to do, Joey. Because they don't like being told what to do. Exactly. It's a whole thing. Disrespectful. You know what? Oh, cool. That's awesome. Okay, three idiots, five second rule, seven and a half deaths, Evelyn Hartcastle. All right. Awesome. Only murders in the building. Only murders in the building. Thank you. Well, I do love a anybody named Martin. No, I just made that up. <laughs> what do you need me to wax poetic about other things? I'm trying to think of other favorites that I have. I wanted to say no. Uh, I was going to wrap it up, and I wanted to know if you had anything to plug. Is you have anything to plug? It, now is your opportunity. Oh, I mean, if anybody's in Fayetteville, North Carolina in general, I, uh, in, during the pandemic, shortly before the pandemic, I decided uh, that I think I needed to do something else with my life. So on top of a full-time job and being a parent to two wonderful adolescents, I got my real estate license and I have had some success with it. I'm still kind of starting out because I am doing it part-time, but you know, if anybody needs help buying real estate in North Carolina, let me know. Or if you live anywhere else and you just want me to find you a realtor, happy to do that too. Um, that's the only thing I got to plug, you know. Go Monarchs. Kind of a rough time to be at Methodist right now, but I'll let people search social media for that. Uh, it is what it is. It is know. what it is. It's the young people. I they're look, underdeveloped to make the list. I look at people now and I'm like, you're going to be the person that makes me wind up on CNN, aren't you? <laughs> exactly. And I run across those people all the time. I run across <laughs> those people all the time. How and about I'm you? Not- what are you plugging these days? Oh, what am I not plugging these days? Uh, um, the Joey Harris Show, new episodes drop every Sunday. And if you haven't heard it yet, it's new to you. So an episode drops every Sunday. There you go. <laughs> um, and, and the numbers have been fantastic for that, as well as my other show, my wrestling podcast, The Cup of Joe Wrestling Show, drops every Thursday. You are a wrestling guy? Yeah. You didn't wow. know that. How did you? No, know I think no, I don't think I don't think I knew that. And I might have people for you to talk to. It's not me because I've never been into the wrestling. Just like never really exposed to it. That's fascinating. I'm sorry, I interrupted your plug. No, 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 no. That's fine. That so comes out every Thursday wherever you uh, get your fine podcasts, um, and that has been doing is extremely well. I do a. Uh, YouTube video. I just finished doing 30 videos in 30 days and it was exhausting. I have seen that on your social medias. Yes. And so usually that comes out on Wednesdays. It's usually like a joke or, you know, some positivity or I update people on my weight loss experience and my new healthy lifestyle experience. So that's what I do with that. And you can get me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I am at the 
Joey Harris on all three of those. So the only Joey Harris in my life, for sure. Really? Yeah. You know, that means a lot to me, man. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's yeah. I, yeah, the only Joey Harris in my life. So maybe you should update it to the only Joey Harris. Although that's a little bit self-centered, I suppose. <laughs> It is. I'll, I'll leave you with this. You, you'll enjoy this. It, 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 it centers me whenever I get too much in life or too high or too low. This center. You'll enjoy this. The fine institution that I that you work for, I used to work for. And as well as I was, I'm an alum of that school. I got my bachelor's degree there in communication. And while I was there as a student, we had an alumni newsletter for the communications department. I, I was one of the people that put it together. It fell apart shortly after I graduated. I think they, Imagine that. they only ever put out one further issue. And if I ever get a, my hands on the copy, I'm gonna frame it. But it's like, what are our recent graduates doing? So-and-so is doing a fantastic job, fantastic job. So-and-so is doing fantastic job, fantastic Solving job. world hunger. And yeah, 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 you know, freeing puppies and- <laughs> Walking old ladies across the street. Healing the blind, all of that. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, that's weird. I'm like, and, but it's naming everybody. I'm like, they didn't contact me. <laughs> then- a one, I'm not lying to you, man. I'm not lying to you. <laughs> See where this is going? One, one sentence blurb. Joey, after graduation, Joey Harris went home to New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> and was never heard from again. <laughs> I guess. What but about you from New Jersey. I know. What about the screams? I'm from New Jersey. <laughs> Not a single bit. <laughs> oh, goodness. That's when Joe Harris went home to New Jersey. To New Jersey <laughs> where he listened to Nan on the podcast. <laughs> driving on the turnpike. On the turnpike. Made it to Connecticut and then shut it down. <laughs> yeah. I um, And I have learned to take... A, I'm trying to trying to land this plane here. There you go. Come on, I got you. Well, who's the guy that landed it on the? On the... Oh, uh, Sullenberger. Sully. Yeah, thank you. On the Hudson. On Sully. Right? Sully, yeah. this bad boy. I bought. I find my my old Honda Accord just finally bit the dust. Uh, oh, so I, I had bought a a truck just three years ago now. Um, bought it in june and it's like you don't have to make a payment until july they give you like six weeks or whatever it is right free truck yeah i i go to um the beach in north carolina for vacation along with my wife and um then we meet my family it was my um aunt and uncle's um wedding anniversary their 50th wedding anniversary we took them out the big family thing and all that and we leave and we're coming back to driving back to maine and about Maryland, we hit just driving rain, just horrible, horrible rain. And we get on the George Washington Bridge and a car on the George Washington Bridge, I believe, proceeded to hit every vehicle on the George Washington Bridge, including my truck. Oh, no. <coughs> um, hit me, hit me from, hit me from behind 
and then careened off and hit like eight other cars. And oh my gosh, there are signs flashing everywhere do not stop on the bridge. And by the time we could stop, we're in Connecticut. Um, and my wife is like, let's just look for a place to stay. So we pull in and take our we get a room take our stuff upstairs and i'm like well since i've had an accident and i can still drive it but since i've had an accident time to make that first carpet <laughs> <laughs> and it was at that moment i realized i'm like you know what i gotta take my my retirement on the installment plan so that's what i've been <laughs> doing since then so but nan it has been too long it was great having you on my show and catching up and all of that oh it's been so fun my friend it's so good to see you it's good to see you we've got to do this again soon let's yeah get, let's get together love- before we get much older you know right That's no kidding thing goes. it's coming quick man quicker every day you know it feels like except for my school email every other email i have is older than the kids are in- <laughs> so true they were reminiscing tonight. Uh, oh, this was the best grade. This I'm like, I was already working here. When yeah, you I was already here. Yeah. I'm well, like, what uh, were they born? 2001 now? 2002, 2003. Good yeah. God. Well, 2003. A lot of them 2002, 2003. And I'm like, I graduated from college uh, before any of you were born. So exactly. Don't, don't start with me. Yeah, exactly. That's right. So. <laughs> It is what it is. So thank you so much, Nan. Absolutely, my friend. Anytime. Thank you all for joining me and we will see you again next time.